Hello, welcome to Toffee TV. It is Daily Live Extra mm-hmm. on a Monday, which it means is. you beautiful YouTube people get to, to, to get to participate. Which you will, mostly over the summer yeah, anyway, because, you know, we've got bills. Yeah. We've got bills to pay. You know. They will be. No, no, no. Every day. Baz is ba- Golden Baz. That's what we're going to call it. Golden Baz, which sounds like a Mars bar from the 70s. A Mars bar, just a chocolate bar from just the 70s. Just a chocolate bar, not a Mars bar. Golden, or, a, or a breakfast cereal from America. Golden. That's what it more yeah, like. Golden Baz, like which is just uh, wheat dripping in hot syrup, which is how I Wouldn't like to picture good. you. Thank you. Thank you very much. Thank you very much. Good to be back. It's is good. it? Yeah. Really? No, it's gonna it's better always better being an oldie, of course. It is but, it's nice that you did but it is good to be back. It's nice that you did time your holiday for maybe the biggest meltdown in the world ever last week. Of course. So thanks for that. Clever. Thanks for that. I'll be honest, mate, it's I, I go on holiday. Every time the same year. So it's more to do with the Premier League. Well, Deciding to let fixtures go on until the summer. It's, it, it's not a summer league. So, yeah, sort your shit out. The game should be finished first week in May. Done. Yeah, but you got your joy out of the season in, play the, in the space. Play midweek. That week. was taken up by the, where the Premier League think should about be. The, think about like what we would have been playing if things would have gone the other way. We'd have been playing every Tuesday, Friday or something. So just yeah. do it in the Premier League. Don't try and sell me this thing that the Premier League's special. We just, I think we can all agree it wasn't very special last season. Well, as in the season just gone. That's what that's what go. they say, isn't it? That's there what you they go. Say anyway. So yeah, uh, yeah, we're back. Mm-hmm. The the stuff started, I suppose. We've had the uh, Connor Cody confirmed last week that he's not coming back. Mm-hmm. Well, it certainly didn't take the option upon him. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Asmir Begovic over the weekend. Um, let the world know that he is done mm-hmm. at Everton as well, mm-hmm. which which is an interesting one, isn't it? Because I think him, if Everton aren't re-signing him, suggests to me that that's a hundred percent like the, that they're not getting rid of, well, getting rid, that they will not entertain selling Jordan Pickford. You would think mm-hmm. because surely Lonergan's going to go as well. You'd expect he's about four hundred. Yeah, so. Surely, surely he will go, and then that. Would, so, you know, I can I can understand them maybe getting another sort of uh, senior goalie and Tom Heaton, uh, and then they've got hello Tom. Then they've got the they've got a couple of young goalies then behind them, and then Jordan Pickford is your main one. So you know, I, I know there will be a lot of rumours about Jordan Pickford, but mm. I still think he might go. No, I know, but then you'd be looking for the number one, number two, and a number three, and. With everything going on at Everton, that's not a good look. No, I mean, hopefully he won't go because he's he's been excellent over the last couple of years. What I'm saying is he he might be. I just think if someone come in for him seriously, like a top club, I think it's difficult to, A, probably Everton's financial position, depending on what the offer would be. And B, for him, there's no signs that we're doing anything other than he doesn't seem to be arsed, though. He doesn't, because I suppose we've—I mean—we've had this discussion before, haven't we? Ironically, about Everton and, and when you leave a club. If Jordan, he's England's goalie, and he's still comfortably England's best goalkeeper, regardless of all the other nonsense that gets put out there, he's England's best goalkeeper. Um. So therefore, that's all right. He's happy there. He's got that. It's safe. He's loving the fact he can brush his hair back and isn't really criticised for having not the al. 
to brush back here. Um, and he's obviously Everton's goalie, and he's well paid at Everton. He obviously loves the place, and he does. And therefore, if he's happy in his work, then mm. why why risk that? Mm. The flip to it is players are gen- generally very ambitious, aren't they? And we're looking if a club comes in. Like if Spurs come in, I don't think that'd be enough for him to go. Mm. I'm going there because, all right, they've got Harry Kane, but will Kane stay? He's got a year left, I don't know. And Tottenham don't convince you that they're doing anything other than going backwards at the moment. If United are coming, it might be a different ball game because they're in the Champions League, they're a huge club, they pay big wages. That might make him consider his... His, uh, his positions, but I don't. I don't think he's one of them. I don't think he comes across as a player who'd be like, "I want to leave Everton. I'm, I'm lo- on the lookout for yeah. another club." Yeah. So obviously, it would test everyone's resolve if a big, if a big fee come in for him. But you're right; there is a lot to do in the summer. But I was talking to, as you will have had the same conversation over the weekend with what Sean Dyche has tried to do in the past is get. A young goalie who's got the intention of taking over from your number one within a year, 18 months. Yeah. And that might be the market Everton going rather than getting Tom Eaton. Because I had done it on the group the other, well, I'd sent, they might have even sent it to you as well. It'd be all done the same thing of, hello, Tom Eaton, when uh, when Begovic had gone. Mm. Rather than having one of them types of goalies, he may well go. He might already know a yeah. young goalie and you go, he's the one we want, really. We'll have to see. Mm. See what happens. Because I would have kept personally. I thought Begovic was the ideal number two. Steady goalie yeah. didn't doesn't seem to cause any fuss. Really. No, no, I, I don't know. I don't but, know. Obviously, he had, he had come out. He's out of contract, wasn't but he? Then he depends on wages then as well, doesn't it? Yeah, it's. I wonder when they're gonna do the release list because obviously we've had two gone basically. They basically told oh, three, us. Sorry, sorry, three. The three of them. Have uh, told. Ruben Van Haven confirmed the Cody and the Van Agri one last week. Yeah, he confirmed them. So yeah, he's obviously gone. gone. So, so we're waiting, we're waiting on door, Tom no. Davis. Uh, Seamus, I imagine, will get a Seamus or Simon. Um, who I was reliably informed that his, uh, uh, his recovery has gone very, very well today. Perfectly. Uh, nearly from the horse's mouth. Just nearly. Just, just fiery. Just, just, just slight, slight, slight just of slight sli- left of centre. Yeah, just slightly over. Um, so, yeah. So, uh, uh, yeah, I'm surprised we haven't had that release li- list yet. But it's uh, the Cody situation, is, It's uh, again, we spoke about this. It's all down to timing, isn't it? You can't, you know, you can't be given a couple of days after the end of the season and go, right, we're going to commit four and a half million quid and those wages and whatever length of contract after a couple of days. You need to have a good, solid look at everything. And that's what I suppose Everton are up against this summer is the timing mm-hmm. of ins and outs. You can't go, well, we're going to have Cody when you know there's still Michael Keane, Holgate, Ben Godfrey, you know, all there. And I imagine them, they'll take offers for all three of those players, I think, this summer. I have not, there'll be no there'll be no messing about. I don't think any of them have done enough to you know, we all have high hopes for Ben Godfrey, but he's just not on it. He's just not not good enough centre back. And with Brantway coming back where you look at him and go, that's a solid player who could next to Tarkowski over a season could grow and grow and maybe have a have that little bit of experience, whether that I don't know, that might be Michael Keane that they might keep. But I don't think you can buy that experience. And it, as I said saying last week, you know, unless Cody Moves to Sheffield United for a decent fee in the next couple of weeks. Cody might just sit there and go, I could get these down to a couple of million quid. Mm. And by then, Keane might have gone or Holgate could have gone and 
he might be under no illusions of what the circumstances are and, and, and be like, I'll fight for the first place. be honest, place. he wants to stay. Of course he wants He's to stay. very happy at Everton. And if you offered him the opportunity, he would he would stay. I actually think, I really, I like Conor Cody and I know it, you can look at different things, you know, is he that good and all that. I think he's really good to have. But wages-wise and committing that money already, What's no, you point? can't commit to something What's and the then point? find out in a little, you know, you couldn't shift these players and you end up with all those, still having all those centre-backs when you've got no full-backs no and you've got no centre-forward and you're missing a bit of creativity in the midfield. Things are going to have to play out really, really quickly. We know that. Um, and that's why you know, the whole situation needs to be really, you have to get it going, which is, I mean, obviously, there's just something come out there about MSP in the Athletic. It's not really new. It's just been wrapped up in a new little nice bow, basically about the money they got last week off, um, off the two sort of local, uh, well, certainly, uh, was it? It's Blythe, Bell, isn't it? Blythe. AJ Bell. And, 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 um, and then there's obviously talk that they could be on the board as well. Uh, I know there's a few conflict of interest because they've loaned them the money and all that kind of thing. So, um, But they've got to get that sorted quick because... The longer that goes on as well. And we they, need a fresh start. They, you know, they can go, oh, it's all in hand and we're all getting it done. But as long as that goes on, fans will be, fans are going to be agitated, mm. and and things can't move quick enough. You know, we're in the we're in the, we're in like coming, you know, second week of June. Uh, you know, we haven't got a, we don't know where our pre season is. Don't know what who's yeah, who's going to be out the club. You know, and I know people go, well, it's but. The season's like sixty days, sixty odd days away. You know, it's it, mm. it has to be. This needs to go a little bit. In the next week, you'll hear. Well, you'll hear people over the road buying plays. Um, already started. Yeah, teams have already started, and, and and I know this season hasn't officially ended yet, but gotta be quick, gotta be quick, and you've gotta be quick to jump in and get other get players before other people do. You know, those little bargains that are out there, those free transfers, those loans, maybe whoever. You've got to get in there, haven't you, and get there's, them sorted. There's 10, 11 players who were free who were half of them improve Everton hugely. Whether you can get them, but some of them aren't amazing. No, it's just that solid, isn't they, it? they would really improve Everton. And the difficulty is getting them in and convincing them to come, isn't mm. it? And, but you've got the opportunity. And like I said, Connor Cody is one to keep an eye on. It's a different, it's a different thing, I think. If I've seen a couple of people using Everton, not getting them as like the warning signs, it's going to be terrible and we've got no money. We'd all be moan, Everton wasting money, we'd be moan. I'm saying Connor Cody, because I like him in, the, in an ideal world, you keep him. But the reality is when you're doing it properly and you're trying to reevaluate it all properly, would Brighton go and get Connor Cody? Or would Brentford go and get Connor Cody? Probably not. Because the, the, the thing is, the age and, we and the wages. Got, we, we, already, we already have got the player, haven't we? It's Jared Brantwaite's the player. We're all mm. hoping that the mm. year in Holland and a lot of people go, oh, well, that's not good enough. It's like, well, yeah, but this is his opportunity. We bemoan the fact that young players don't get a chance. This is his opportunity now and it's up to him. You just won. You need a little bit of, uh, you need someone in the background and that's what Conor Cody probably could have been. Someone behind him to go, right, if you're having a little difficult spell, I can put you in. The only way someone like that's going to learn is by playing in the Premier League. Now, that's his next step. Someone like for Jared Brantwaite to get in the team next to someone like Tarkowski. You know who's going to play every game. You know who's going to school him through the game as well. You know who's going to talk to him. Mm -hmm. You know who's going to 
make sure that he's in the right place at the right time. And it's about him learning in real time in the games now. And there's no point um there's no point having just loads of centre backs, is there when as I, as we've said and the squad's so unbalanced. Yeah, ridiculously unbalanced. You know, we haven't got a left back and the left back we have is isn't probably good enough um for for for, for certainly getting away from where we want to be. You know two right backs, one's too old, one might be too inexperienced and picks up silly injuries or picks up injuries and then the midfield and the forward line and yeah, so mm. just just yeah. Just need to get almost to that place where you're like, we're starting. This is the starting point. I yeah. don't even think we're at the starting point yet of this. I think they they've 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 had to evaluate and reevaluate depending on where we were going to be, and hopefully in the next week we start properly. And that's knowing where we but that's also knowing what the starting point is, and that will come when we get the release list. And obviously, you know, someone like say someone like Tom Davis establishing the fact that he's uh, gone. Is he gone? Is he staying? Can we get someone in there? Have we, you know, um, what you know, are we stepping someone up from doing the twenty ones or whatever? So that's your starting point. We haven't even hit that yet, but I think we just need to get to that starting point. Absolutely. It is. It's difficult because it is the season has only just finished, hasn't it? And so, therefore, you do start going, well, you know. Well, this is when Kevin Felwell earns his money, Yeah, that's it? it. This is the, the exact thing. Is that it, it? Can the football people do it now? Does it, people can go on, we're going to have no money and all that. Everton spend money every year. No, Everton will spend, for me, 50, 60 million pounds this year. They did last year. They'll do it. The the season the the year finishes on the thirtieth of June. Financial year, a big ninety odd million drops off. Everton will be back into those kind of thing. Everton will spend money. It's how you spend the money. It's dead easy to spend sixty million pounds on two players that won't really. They'll make the team better, but it won't benefit us overall. You've got to do it by spreading that money, making that money go far. Mm. And that money might be a case of you might end up buying four thirty million pound players. You, your down payment mm. is only. 15, 20 million a summer, and you go, right, we've only actually spent 20 million. All right, to come up as 100 million, but it's literally 20. The idea is, in two years or a year, you're going to be double. It's like Onana now. If Everton sold Onana for 60 million pounds, people might be gutted to see him go. A lot of people might just go, you know what, he done all right. We doubled our money on him, and that money now goes back yeah. into the team. Got it. That, yeah. And that's how we have to do it. Everton have to, oh, no, we, we have, have to operate. We have to, oh, sorry, have to operate. <laughs> operate. We have to operate yeah. exactly in that manner now. And that's why maybe Asmir Begovic was on, I don't know what his wages were, but maybe he was on a, a decent wage, and you can get another goalie yeah. for half his wages. Maybe Connor Cody's on 80 grand a week, and you go, you know what, like you said, let it lie for a bit, and he might come back for 45. Because he's a bit, you know what I mean? And then you go, well, that actually works now. But maybe you've got a centre-back over here. You know, in an ideal world, we've done a podcast before, in an ideal world, it's great going. And Dave said it, and we both didn't really work like that. It's lovely to turn around and go, right, we'll get rid of Holgate, Michael Keane, off you go. And that you can wave a wand, and they go out the door, and there's something like 180 grand a week, 200 grand a week gone off your wage bill immediately with them two going. And you go, Connor Cody, you drop in at 65 grand a week, because you're better than both of them anyway. And we've saved 130 mm. grand a week. Brilliant. And that is great. That's what you have to do. The issue is, who's taking Michael Keane yeah. and who's taking Mason? But Hall? also, though, we have to get back to, like, 
we have to get back to some kind of realism as well where we are and let's remember like the Moyes days once you were 30 you got a one year deal one year, and that's it. it now Everton could have said to you could look at the situation and go we only actually want to give one year deals out to people who were 30 and we're, so we're not prepared to pay four and a half million quid to a player that we're only going to give one year to mm-hmm. you know that that's and he'd it. probably want three years but again that's, that's again getting back to some kind of realism isn't it and I know that's not always the case you have to look at situations in, di- in different ways and I know being 30 now is different from maybe being 30 when David Moyes oh, course, was 20 yeah. years you know 20 years has passed and one of them centre backs is still playing and play golf last week with Paul. No, but that's the thing, isn't yeah. it? It's like there, there is differences, but that's the way you'd want to look at it now, where you're looking at it and going, no, no, you're not getting a four year deal. You're going to, you're, because, you know, you're getting a one year deal. Does Cody start 100% in Everton's team? I don't want him to start. Mm. I want Brandon. No, but I'm to... saying, does he? No, no. No. Like, I like him, and no, I think no. he was excellent against Bournemouth in, in what he did. Well, he was playing a three. But he as played well. in a three. If he if he was a hundred percent starter, it's a slightly different argument. Slightly, he's thirty. No, but the point being, and he's is, a good player. You'd, you'd still have, you'd still want, you'd the still have, you'd still have five centre backs, mm. wouldn't you? That's the problem. So you need, so we need to, we need to trim or six, be six centre backs. Mm. We need to cut, 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 cut yeah. there first before Absolutely. we do anything. And that that may be the message that they sent. We need four and Reese Welsh, don't we? Yeah, and that could be the message, isn't it? The message is to those play to to the agencies or whatever, or to the players. We kind of we we'd you know we'd like it. I mean, from what I heard, the minute he went out the door, uh, the minute we went out the team, it was like, see ya. Mm. And if he hadn't come back on that final day, if we'd had fullbacks on that final day, and he hadn't played, he would, play. would anyone be surprised now that Everton weren't offered him a new mm. concert? He played one. He was involved in one game. Like once, starting once one game team. once he went. People got to remember that. But, uh, the manager made his mind up and said, "No, I don't really fancy you." This is a lad who got replaced by Michael Keane. Michael, but that was but, nepotism. No, I know, but that's the thing, isn't it? And then not full nepotism because he's not related well, to. Yeah, I mean, that do you know? Well, we don't know. No, but that's that's it, isn't it? It's like yeah. you have to look at it like that, and we have to be really hard nosed about this. Really, really really hard-nosed about this and go, do you know what? I like him, he's boss, he says we when he talks about it. <laughs> yes. We have to be We have to be really hard-nosed about it and go, does that make sense? No. It does not make sense. Mm. Is he better than, is he better than Holgate and Keane? Yes. Yeah, he is, yeah. But there's absolutely zero guarantee we can shift them and mm. that's the problem, isn't it? That's the problem right now for Evan. In the ideal world, you just go, you'd buy another one. But in the ideal world, you wouldn't be buying Conor Cody anyway. You'd be looking for a 25, 26-year-old mm. who's, you look at them and go, he could be the next, the next, uh, you know, you know like, like almost like Newcastle did with Botman. That's the kind of play you're looking mm. at, isn't it? Someone who's who's been doing, who did all right, but it's not, oh, and the most fanciful, you know, not the, mm. not playing the highest level. You're giving them the next step up. You want players on the way up, not on the way down. Mm. And But you can't do that while you've got the players and that's Everton's, Big thing now is to trim back as much as they can before they can start going again. Instead of got, and this is the mistake we've made in the last few years is we're, we're trimming back and then you go and buy someone for a 30 year old and give it to you. Even you could argue, like, even when they brought Tarkowski, that's what remember last year when people were going, Why are we getting Tarkowski? He's just he's going to be 30 by the end of the season and we're offering him 90 grand. People are like, Really? But yeah, I understood that because you knew he was going to play every single game. I got, I got that, and he's excellent, and he is, he is a good player. Mm. But what you want alongside him is someone that you can bring through. Yeah. And then you want someone actually in the squad that like you just said, almost like Reese Welsh is like, 
when Tarkowski's done his bit, he's coming through then. Mm-hmm. And then uh, Brantwaite maybe has had two, three the years next to him. And he's the senior mm-hmm. one, and he's only like 23, 24. Mm-hmm. And you've got that experience. You've got, you need a really nice melting pot, but Everton don't have that moment. It's, and like you said, if players, if Keane's on 80 grand and Holgate's on 75 grand and Ben Godfrey's on 75 grand and all, and the, you know, it's like you don't need You can that. only really keep one of the yeah. three. I'd keep Godfrey out of three because I still think he's got attributes the other two don't have. Mm. Um, and I still, I'm still, with Godfrey, I still hold hope that he he can develop into something. The other two, Mason Holgate, 27 this yeah. year, needs a new star for himself. And Michael Keane's 30 and, and is on big Godfrey's is versatile as well. Yeah, no, that's he's, what I mean. He's versatile. He can... You can that, and he's got pace. Mm. Don't have That's that what I'm saying. So if you if you add and Everton can manipulate this in a way that they do have con- some control over it. Holgate and Keane are your first two out the door. Yeah, and then you're left with Brantway, Tarkovsky, and Ben Godfrey, and then you got to be so you, there is room for one more, yeah. and that one more may well end up back at Connor Cody, though it might end up somewhere else. Which with Holgate would be perfect for Sheffield United. Yeah, yeah. Back in Yorkshire and Back all in that. Yorkshire. He's a good, he's a good player, Holgate. Yeah. If he, if he's, he's done here. We'd be a leader. But I he? think he'd be decent for a, a new star for himself and able to establish himself and just get on with it. Um, but we'll see, we'll see. Make sure you uh, subscribe. Thank you very much. It means uh, it means a lot and helps the channel. So thank you very much for that. If you're doing it, um, I've just seen a super, a super chat. Never mind, super chat. Never mind, super chat. Uh, Sean Sheridan on a super chat hasn't asked a question but hello Sean good hello, afternoon Sean. hope you're well um, Cinema's Chicken Coop oh sorry Kima's Chicken Coop Cinema Kima's Chicken Coop um, on the super chat this is early you've gone early with this one who are your three teams to go down next season come on mate you've gone I don't fair. really like talking about that no. kind of stuff no, we because... don't know cause... no but I do think though what I would say is though uh, I do think I do think Luton and Sheffield United, and I'm not being odd, I'm not being like, oh, we're Premier boys. I, I, I can't see either of those teams doing what Forrest did last summer, and I don't think either of those teams are like a Fulham. Mm. So I think they'll both struggle. Mm. I think Sheffield United. I think Burnley will struggle. I, think, I don't I'm not know. saying he'll go down. I don't down. know because I, I don't think... know because I think they will tack a couple on. Because I think I think they'll mm. bring in slightly better than what they've got. So I don't know. Mm. But what I'm what I would say with those two is, Luton I don't think will do much in the transfer. I think again, and I'm not being disrespectful for, to them. I think they'll look at the situation and go, we can make 150 million Set out of their this club up for the next five exactly. Ten years, and what we can it? do is get all the ground sorted. Mm. Get. You could literally, you could literally build a new, rebuild the whole ground, mm-hmm. get like the training ground sorted, yeah. keep buying the kind of plays we have, and mm-hmm. have a go. Yeah. And maybe the the ground effect will disrupt a few teams. And I think Sheffield United will be looking at it similar. Maybe not not exactly that that low. They'll look at it more like uh, we can take a bit of money, but and we can buy a few players, maybe like a Connor Cody style player. Give them, give them a decent run. Um, I think they'll both struggle. They won't have that. I, I must think that World Cup break was massive last season for the promoter teams. Mm. I think it really give reset give and Forrest also the chance to breathe. And also it helped other clubs like Wolves, mm. Villa. Obviously, in the end, 
obviously a lot better team, but it give them a chance to go, right, let's sit back, see what we've got. They should change the managers like we should have, and it give them a chance to have a good look at things and get away from it. So they weren't in the pack. Like Leicester, where, where Leicester did a bit like us, where they twiddled the thumbs and never Malay really... were just like, we'll be all right. Yeah, exactly. A mm. bit like we were. Mm. Well, like, yeah, we were exactly the same. So, so they don't have that. And I think once you get to like November, December time, Luton, you, they'll be like, looking at their squad, they'll be on its arse by mm. then. And mm. again, it's, this is not disrespect. I, I just think, I just, I can't, I can't, I can see them coming up and being like, right, let's have a good go. We're in the Premier League. Have a good year. Go back down if, we, if that's what happens. Come again with the with the more money and and maybe then get the best targets. And mm. so, yeah, I think I can see them too. The other one, I don't really know because I think there'll be a few in the mix. I think which uh, mm. will be, and I don't, you know, we'll see. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, Ian Clark's gone early. We'll be down by bombing night. Everton will be down. Yeah, I think I he. Mean, yeah. I don't think he's never told me. I think he. Yeah. Come on, Ian. If you're a blue nose, pack it in, mate. Nothing's been done yet. Nothing. There's no evidence suggesting anything near that. I think Sean. I've said this before. Whether you like Sean Dyche or whether you think other managers should take Everton on now or whatever, whatever. I think under him, Everton won't be in any danger of getting relegated. That doesn't mean. Doesn't mean Everton are going to be good under him or whatever. I just think over a 38 game season with a bit more quality, certainly for the next year or two, I think Everton will probably be fine with him. They'll have to give him. Well, we need a centre forward. They have to give him. No, that's what I mean. You've got to give him some of the tools, of course. But it's early, it's early on to be, to go on with that. But listen, everyone's entitled to their opinion. That's fine. Yeah, I don't think everyone. That's fine. Um, Phil Broder says what's happening with the MSP investment. Well, it's to, the first bit is to, to finish the stadium, isn't it? Which is the the most pressing thing. And of course, if that comes in in your stadium, it's paid. That bit's paid. Everton have been. Some of Everton's money recently has been going into yeah, oh yeah, that, the stadium. Like, no, but there's an idea, though. This is where you got to be like clear with your words. There's an idea, though, out there, I think, and it's certainly in the national media, is that if Everton don't get outside money, the stadium won't be finished. Mm. The stadium will be finished, no, no, no matter, matter what. what. Yeah, no yeah, matter yeah. what, it'll mm. be finished. Um, there's far too... You know, the video they put out the other day of it, there's far too much... It's a stadium. You know, that has happened. You know, the, the West Stand, the, they've just put started putting the, the, the actual roof bits up, mm. and that'll be done within a week or two. And then the East Stand, they started doing the roof, and the, 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 the bowl effect on it, and then they'll put... The, so by the end of the summer... You'll look at that stadium and go, it's it's done. Mm. Apart from, obviously, they've got to put the wrap on, the, on but that's going up last, I think. Um, they've already started, obviously, the massively into the inside. But the, some some of that money has been getting diverted from the from the team into the stadium because, obviously, it, in many ways, it is it is the most important thing to get the stadium done mm. and get us in it. Yeah, and yeah. then once we're in it, we can start making new types of money then. And it mm. becomes a thing that doesn't just open up once every two weeks. It becomes a thing that's open all the time and is will always have people down there and will help regenerate an area and will help. And that in turn will mean that there's, there'll always be people down there. If you've got like a, you know, even if there's hotels and people stay in the hotels, if they get to go over, oh, let's go and have a look at the new state. Because we'd do it, wouldn't we, if we were somewhere else? 
we go and have a little look at a new at that stadium if we were mm. staying over the road from it mm. and maybe go and have a coffee there or, was, yeah. or buy something from the shop or, or go on the tour or whatever there is the museum then we do that so that's that will open up new revenue streams so that it's so important that we get you know we get that sorted and, and we're in for when when um, obviously we're, we're planning to go in mm. yeah we'll see what happens we'll see it's dead early isn't it it's early the season's been finished for what eight days so Everton do have to move quickly, but but because you've got that investment where the stadium is, you can stop diverting money from one place into the other and go, right, that will finish it. And therefore, everything else that's in the pot is then becomes back for the team. And also, you know, like I've said before, there's a big there's a big negative year falling off in the in the the FFP cycle uh, on the 30th of June. That finishes, so Everton should be in a better place anyway. Losing the likes of Yeri Mina, um, you know, Connor Cody, a couple of others. Can we move Andre Gomez on? Whatever. You know, that all those savings coming in each week means that Everton Football Club wage bill comes down quite considerably as well. Them savings come back in. So, like you said before, redistributing some of that into players and going, well, you know, we used to pay everyone 90 grand a week regardless of your ability that doesn't happen no more we only pay for 50 60 grand a week that's it and if we can't get players because they want 90 then move away from it and go and get yeah. someone else that's what you'd have to do and, and it we it might mean we lose out on some players and we might be a bit gutter with it but certainly till we get to the stadium and certainly till we've got new people inside the football club that has to be the tack that we have to follow. It has to be the the place that we have to follow, the yeah. the, the pathway, the yeah. plan. Because we've done it the other way, and it's put, all yeah. it's done is put us in shifty. Yeah. Um. Just before we go on, uh, do us a favour, but certainly the, the premier members, you will have had an email last week about the uh, the the new sub stack more than a game. This is one of this is Patrick Ridges, um, his sub stack with loads of guest people. Um, writing articles, John Blaine, other people. He's got one on today called Everton What's Next. Uh, that's written by Patrick. Uh, check that out. You get that free for a month on, with if you click on the link at Toffee Premier. All the other people watching, if you want to check that out, it's like the athletic, like that kind of style thing. Uh, lots of articles, not just about Everton, but about loads of different stuff. All uh, football, obviously within football. Uh, there'll be a link in our description if you want to check that out as well. Uh, well worth giving it a go. Patrick is a big Evertonian, but he's worked for some uh, big, big organisations covering football, and has got lots of other people that is helping him do it as well. So if you like that and you like the story, you like reading about about football uh, rather than just hearing us ramble on about it, then make sure you check that out. And if you're Toffee TV Premium member, you'll you'll have an email where you can get get a free month for that as well. Fair play. Also, like and subscribe. Thank you very much. Uh, and do the same with uh, Toffee well TTV Football. But you know, go get over there and do that. Um, yeah, yeah. Uh, Tom Newton says, uh, as good as Pickford is, he's replaceable. Why not sell him for 50 or 60 million, then get someone like Dean Anderson for 20, use the profit to strengthen other areas, or either cheap, or even cheaper options like Lafont in France. Well, that's what I'm saying, Tom. If, if a bid comes in that Everton look at and go, you know what? And that might be on the player, the player might go, oh, Champions League. I want to test myself, fair enough. It's not. I don't think he's one to stamp his feet and demand the move because he seems quite happy. But, you know, if, if Man United come knocking 
And listen, oh, yeah. have him watch the hair again on Saturday. I think he might need a little start somewhere else as well. Um, I would be saying to Manchester United, well, any big bid includes Dean Henderson. Because I think Henderson's a good, solid goalie. Yeah. And I think you can get him for that knock. His, his contract's running down. And then the, the extra bit you can put back into the side. Henderson's contract would be much less than Pickford's. It makes sense if you're going to do it like that. I'm not necessarily sit, standing here, sitting here, advocating for Jordan Pickford to leave. I'm just saying if, if that happened, that would be something that if I was Everton, I would be looking at and going, well, there's a goalie who a couple of years ago, don't forget, was being touted as the next England goalie. He's lost his way a little bit. He's had a couple of injuries. But, you know, he's a good, solid goalie. But there is other, there is, of course, there's other options. There's, the, the world's a big place. There's a lot of, uh, Ned just pressed that thing for us, right? The remote. There's a lot of goalies in the world. Yeah. And a lot of footballers in the I world. I think whatever I've got to try and do, though, is um, try and keep things they can, you know, control, <laughs> control yeah. mm. and make sure, you know, there's not, if think people are going out and stuff, and you do need new people, and then try and don't you don't want to disrupt what works at Evan. Mm. There's not loads of stuff that works at Evan, no. so let's just try and keep that in place for the yeah, time being. Yeah, yeah. absolutely, absolutely. Uh, Brad says, uh, Brad Hancock says, uh, afternoon guys. Hope you enjoyed your holiday, Baz. I did. Thank you. Uh, a question I have is why do Everton always allow contracts to run down for the last twelve months? Why can't they just offer players new contracts when say there's three or two years left on them? So if we do want to sell them, we can still get money on them. Surely the likes of Davis, someone would buy him for five or six million. I think the problem is, Brad, sometimes, anyway, how I look at it, is those players, to give them a new contract, will want more money. Because why would they sign a contract? You can't just, don't forget it, things with football and contractors and agents, it's never a one-way street, is it? Mm. Then players will go, if your contract's, got two years left yeah. and I go to you I want to give you another contract yeah. pet, but you're on the same money your agents will be going mm, I think no. I think one of the issues is is that if they sign a contract uh, too 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 early you, you might know the, the manager is <laughs> following year that might be oh, one of the issues well, of course it is but it's but as well as that as you've got to look at the the players got to want it and so why increase your cost it's okay if the players playing in your team I get that but how yeah. many how many players who were in our oh. first team's contract run down? Not many. Not many because well, yeah, we do I, offer contract. What I would say is Alex Awobis is out he's out of contract next year. Got a year, yeah. So if he should either be getting a new contract now or sold. Mm. There shouldn't be any that's where it should that's where well, you have he, to he's apparently he was the one that stepped away from the contract. But so. then sell him then? I'd sell him. 100%. Make him available. Yeah. Because otherwise you're letting a player go. And people might say, "Oh, you won't get anyone in." Well, you but he's leave, he'll leave for nothing. If you want to go for nothing, you may as well. That's not. And he's on a whatever he's on hundred grand a week or eighty grand a week, whatever he's on. If he doesn't want to sign, let him go. Yeah. But then, would you justify it twenty-seven giving him a hundred or grand no, a week, I'm and then going, "Well, hang on, in two years and a year, he might be in our team, and then there's another player that won't go out." This is the problem with Everton: is that we don't, we almost don't know when to let go as fans either sometimes or as a football club not even the fans the fans get very little saying it as a football club so Alex Awobi that thing has got to very much be luck we'd like you to, if, if Everton do want him to stay we'd like you to stay but we're not giving you another 30 grand a week on top of it we can't afford it so you, we'll give you another contract 
maybe increase it by five grand a week or something. Maybe you could be arsed with that. And go, that's the most we can offer you, mate. We want you to stay. It's up to you. He doesn't want to stay, then make him available. Put it out there. He's available and see if there's any bites on it. That's the only way to do it. But mo- what I mean is most... Like, Yeri got in back in the team. His contract's gone. The only reason he hasn't got a contract is because he's not fit. Mm. Isn't he? If he was fit, he'd have, he'd have been given a contract many times. So... Um, Paul Gold says George Downing taking Ken Knight's place. Anything in that? George Downing can't be the chairman. Not having that. Surely Everton. There's nothing against George Downing, but what I mean is surely Everton had one a more experienced person in charge of that. It, it, what kind of experience? Someone who's run a, a, a big multinational business. George, I know hasn't George Downing's a big Everton. Has he run? Has he multinational though? Has he? Same as AJ Bell. Isn't isn't that isn't it the CEO's job though to run a club? No, isn't it? chairman is. The chairman yeah, is... Yeah, maybe. The chairman maybe. is... Uh, I don't... Th- I, I mean, I, I, then I don't want to... I think a chairman is someone who... Mind you, Joe Starr might be the perfect choice for because he's an Evertonian. I think, I, I think is, I, is he ruthless? Yeah. I don't know I think a CEO, a CEO runs the business. Mm. The chairman is more... Just someone who joins it, together, it all together, yeah. isn't yeah, he? Maybe just it's hard perfect. to define. It's hard to define. Yeah. I will. I'm the last person you'll ask on this, to be fair. You literally honestly. just said George Darling shouldn't be running that. I didn't. Football. Then I said well, maybe. I mean, and I, feel, I, think, I think you'll find. We'll cut that bit now, won't we? We'll put that out on the socials, that bit then. Yeah, well, that wouldn't be the first thing to try to stitch me up. The chairman. The it could chairman. be a chairwoman. Chairperson. Ned. 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 There's Ned. no mic. Stop Ned, it. Ned, just stop talking. Um, just stop talking. I don't know who should be done on it. You are, your pronouns are completely off. I'd like I'd like a whole new board person. No, I'm sure. And I think we will get a whole... Mm. It's not hard to get a whole new board, is it? There's only four of them. <laughs> and two of them, I imagine, are getting legged. So, And yeah. then it'll just be up to where, where the Graham Sharp wants an easy life. And then, you know... The other fella's just an accountant. I still think it should be bigger, though. Even. It should be bigger. Even if Everton replaced those And I imagine, two, Everton, I, I imagine that they'll do, they'll do that as well. Mm. I imagine they will. Yeah. Get a few non-execs on, get a few bit of experience. Mm. Um, yeah. Gareth says, paper talk today is Everton the favourites to sign Dewsbury Hall. I've just seen that, yeah. Didn't I've know he could play that. up front. No, actually, it was more that we're, we're just going on a day out to speak all. Uh, Evan Viking says the MSP article feels a little bit behind, but then again, I don't know what to believe. Red Bulls, 25%, it, right? 45%. The thing about it is, right, you read a lot of these articles, and the articles are almost not, not they're not like aimed at Everton fans. So a lot of the stuff we yeah, already yeah. know because we live in that bubble. It, you see this all the time. You see these, there was one last week, the guy, you might, you wouldn't have seen him. No. It was in a Guardian article, and it was about Uzmanoff. And they made it look I've like... I've seen the link to so it. So they made it look like it was the smoking gun. And when you opened it, everything in it, we knew. Apart from one little bit where they were saying, like, the Treasury were looking at the links between Usmanoff and Everton. It was like, well... We, yeah, nice, well... But haven't they been looking at that for years? Saying, that's what I'm saying. It was like, to us as Evertonians, we're like, we, we've seen all this. We we look at this kind of thing every single mm. day. We, we talk about this every single day. And this is another one. This is like, this feels like last week's news. But they've packaged it all to... Because sometimes you get these nice little bits and like little bit of news, and when you when you read it, it's all just fluff to 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 basically put out the one little story they've got. So they have to boost it with all this backstory of what's going on. And when you read it, you just go, "Yeah, I knew that. That was that was out last week. Yeah, we saw that last week." And that's maybe to the rest of the world they go, "Oh, that's what's happening to us." We're like, "Yeah, we knew that last week." Yeah, no, it is mad. You see some of the stuff of um, 
deceived when people, you know, other fans have like they like message me and go, "Well, what about this?" And without you're in this strong, you go, you know that that actually isn't real, though, don't you? Well, that happened months ago. There was like a thing of, um, you know, someone messaged me the other day something. It wasn't like having a go. They were just going, "Oh, I've seen this," and. Like, cause of the net, your net spends, like, in the top three in the Premier League. And I went, 16th. The 16th. And he went, what? And I went, go and have a look at it. We haven't spent money for years. And we brought money in. He was like, how, how come the press keeps that happened this? five years and ago. That, was it. that happened like, five years yeah. ago. It's like changed. And he spent totally. all the money. We couldn't believe it. He was like, oh my God. Didn't realise just cause you keep hearing yeah. this. And, we saw and your ground isn't getting built yet. And I went, the centre pitch. And he was like, oh my God, where's this going? That's why from? I, like, I this is what the press That's why like. I... I, oh, why, I went on Jordan, didn't I? That's I did, why yeah. I... Uh, when the, something happens with the ground, I like. I always put clips on my on like, on like my Twitter. Not because I'm like, look at our ground. I'm just that, like... Go, you know anyone who follows me is not Evertonian? See that? That's our ground. And that's with... I put like a little gif out the other day and it's like, mm. there's our ground and there's the city. It's going to be... A, it's going to be great. Because <laughs> yeah. um, I do think there's people out there when you... You hear? Proposed new stadium. You're like, it's there! Yeah. Put it's a pitch proposed, on it! We yeah. can play on it now! Yeah. I mean, you know, you wouldn't be able to get a drink, no. but you or know, get a Mars bar in there. But you could play on that right now. It is. Just put a nice little pitch down, and you, you were ready to just get that jar gastro that everyone yeah, has in the yeah. garden. Yeah, you know what I mean. You just know, get it down, put it down. Be hard that though. No, well, yeah, wouldn't say be like Luton. We'll be like Luton back <laughs> in the eighties. Yeah, it's like it's ready to go. It just needs a bit of finessing. Mm, it is man. And seats. It needs some seats. Yeah, we'll have sora. We'll have piles. Yeah. Um. Benny B, 1892, says Tammy Abraham going to West Ham at 100%. Well, I think I Tammy Abraham's going. going A&E. He's going A&E first because he's done his... Did see it? I hadn't oh seen my it. He's done his ACL yeah. last night. It's been confirmed today. He's out for a year. His so he's not going nowhere. Went the other way. No. He's got um, Flamingo. He had a Flamingo leg. No, Honestly, it was. I watched it in real time. Literally linked with Everton yesterday. <laughs> Like that, it was hard. Yesterday afternoon was all Everton, Sammy like Abraham. Like that. Yeah, all right, I've, I got it. I got it. Get some pictures, Ned, of his leg. Don't, Ned, no, don't. Don't. And Michael says, "Why, Sammy Abraham's not coming. Why would he come? He just lost it. He's not coming anyway, Michael, because he got injured last year. He's out for a year, Roma have said today. So, he's not going anyway. Not going anyway. Um don't know if he's finished, Ned. He's not finished, is he? He's just going to be out for a while. It's going to be out for a while. Um, Benny says, question for Baz and Ped. What's your re- list of realistic ideal signings for the summer? It's too early, mate. I'd have to really go through stuff, but we need a, we need at least one, probably two strikers. I think Maupai will go. Yeah. I think he will. I think he'll move. I think he's, his agent's been on the look for him since they fell through in January, so I think he'll go. Wouldn't surprise me if Everton sold Ellis Sims this summer. Um, I think Everton will bring two strikers in, or they need two strikers anyway. I think they'll bring a right winger in because they, they desperately need one who scores goals. They need another centre mid. They need a left back. But few will go out as well. Gomez... They'll try and get some money. They for, ended up in the conference, then the conference league, yeah. But they're still Europe. Gabamans already said he's not coming back, even though he's got a year left. He's had to go to Russia. Yeah. So the Everton will just cut the ties with him, I imagine. Um. Yeah, and and that's what it'll be. Everton will need half a dozen again. That's and, why they need and this to get is the goal. problem. The problem is Everton have needed 
half a dozen players the last few transfer last few summers, and they've needed half a dozen players because they keep making awful decisions with recruitment. They're not they've not bought young, mobile, hungry players that means that next summer you actually only need to add two or three onto it. And then you sell one in the summer. It's always like, we need this. And then next one, we need this. And people will always go, we need a whole new team. That's nonsense. It's absolute you do nonsense. Bit, don't you? you do the bit by bit. And, and even six is too many, but it's probably what they need. Mm. But And you can do it. You can do it with four purchases and two loans. You can do it. It's just about getting ahead of the curve. There's a lot of good footballers out there all over Europe. And a lot of them would make a big difference at Everton. And where you can amortise deals, like, I'm going to use Jokeres as just an example here, right? Not sure whether he be, he could play in the Premier League, who knows, but he's had a good season for Coventry, he's got a lot of goals, a lot of assists, 25, he's big, he's quick, well, he's alright, he's mm-hmm. not lightning, picks the ball up, runs at it, he's probably more suited wide, as through the middle. Now, Coventry have just failed in the playoffs. Yeah. There's three teams that have come down who are going to be in the running to come straight back up, I imagine. So therefore, if you went to Coventry and said, we want to buy him for 18 million, say, they might want more, 20 million, and they do a deal where they took a 4 million down payment over five years, then you get him in. You can spread that money. You might have a pot of 40 million to spend, 50 million. You can spread your money really well if you do the correct deals. Don't go chasing stupid deals. Or rainbows, yeah. Or waterfalls. Isn't it more Geicherus more than, than Jokerus? Isn't it Geicherus? No, well, what, I, I, I didn't know how to say his name, so I've just listened to commentators okay. who say his name. I thought it was Geicherus. Yeah. I thought it was like... like In the final one, Jokerus. I don't know what his name is. It's an interesting one. So Ma- yeah. Martin Green says, the same arguments you guys sensibly say about Cody could be said about Coleman, a young, raw, injury-prone lad and a very brilliant pro who can't get up and down anymore, is not what the club should have as a right-back options in the Premier League. Well, what I would say to that, Martin, is is that we've only got two right-backs, and I thought Seamus Coleman was our best player the second half of the season when he played, under, under Dice, certainly. I understand your arguments, saying, but the point being is, is that we've got other centre-backs at the club, and adding Cody, without knowing whether we can shift others, is would be... Um, would be, I think, a little bit strange. Also, we'd be paying money for him. Also, we'd have to give him probably a three-year deal. Seamus, you just give him another year. I don't think there's any... Probably on the same, if not less, money. And I think he would probably then go into coaching at the football club or be, or just be a huge asset for the football club. I still think he's got something. Obviously, you want... You want Patterson to be the number one, but his injury record is is isn't great. Now I get the argument for saying, well, let Coleman go and actually get a first choice right back and a twenty five year old who's proved himself. But I think Seamus Coleman has still got. I think he's got another year in him, and I don't think it would be any hardship to give him that another year because I just think I still still think he's got a lot to offer. So I think I think there are differences. Yeah, shit. The likes of Seamus Coleman, hopefully this season, will be will play 15 games because mm. Patterson will stay fit. Everton have also got um, 
Samuel Smith as well, haven't he? He was a right back, he's only young. So you've got a progression there. Isn't he the, is he the left back? No, he's just right. You've got the right back, his brother's twin brother's a right back as well. That's what I mean. Thing. So, and we've got him at left back as well. But we're missing players in play between. left back and right back. No, it's two of them. I One know, plays left but back. they're not both called Samuel Smith, are they? Well, they are. Well, what's the first Ishi. name, though? Ishi. I know you've got to define them. Ishi's the left back. I can't remember what the kids, <laughs> the right back's called. I could take me three seconds. Who's playing left? Samuel Smith. No, he's the, he's the, it's, Oh my god! I know. I'm got, gonna have to look. I now. know that's there. They've got two set like Calvin Lewin. I'm just saying, you, one's a left back, one's a Oden. right back. Oh, Odin. Odin. Is oh, you sure about that? Odin. Oh, okay. yeah, yeah. What's the other one called? Right Loki. Ishi. Ishi is the left back. Okay. Odin's the right back. Okay. Um, no, so it is. But the thing is, we got eight. We had eight centre backs. No. That's why the Cody thing. We we're, we're not saying don't. Shouldn't have got Cody either, but just right now with the with no one without knowing where the money's getting committed to, you have to you have to be sensible with it. Um, someone mentioned Jochen Mal. I'd have him all day long. Can play right back, left back. Can is still at only about twenty six. I think someone me and the Piv discussed about four seasons ago. Uh, who Everton should have got. Um, he's good. Uh, Mohammed Camera. Well, he was the one I wanted twelve months ago. You remember, if you remember, Everton were linked strongly with him. He even started liking those stories, and then Monaco bought him. We should have got him then. Suleiman um, at Southampton. Well, he'd show Southampton over us, so he can go and enjoy the, the championship. Uh, Doku, Jeremy Doku, yeah, he'd be explosive for us, but how much is, would they want for him? All good players, by the way. Josh says, Baz, you think Dykes can get a tune out of Delhi? No, because if we play him, then we're gonna to have to. Oh, we owe Spurs like twenty million quid. So no. that's ten, isn't it? If he plays three more games, we paid the first thing of ten million. No, thank you. And then I think twenty more games becomes the next ten million. No, thank you. But again, depends what Everton, what money's there, and and all of that kind of thing. Um, just gotta, we just gotta do what we do, haven't we? Someone's mentioned Livramento. You like Livramento, yeah, don't you? Play, yeah. He's a good player. He's only young as well, isn't he? Um, Jared Monaghan says, and Diddy. And Diddy's very good, but he played in the Leicester team that was relegated. How much would Leicester want for him? They're the, they're the big issues, aren't they? When you look at it. So, you know, there's loads of good players out there. It's whether you could do it. Uh, Gare says, uh, Deitch pick Cody once out of the last 16 games. Why are people losing their minds over the club not signing someone who clearly doesn't fit into the system the manager wants to play? Has everybody forgotten the goals he was at fault for against Brighton, Villa, Liverpool when playing in the back? Yeah, but you could say Michael Keane come in and give 20 goals away, Gare. And, you know, you, you could say that about any defender. They've made errors. We've all made errors. Seamus has made errors, hasn't he? They've all made mistakes that have given goals away. Who? Yeah, okay. Garner gave three errors that led to goals and he was excellent. So I don't know whether I would look at it like that. The, the first part of your point, though, is right. If the manager doesn't see him in your team and away you're playing, then why pay big wages for him and money you might really have? You've got to be careful. James Wallen says, Luton have already put money towards a 23,000-seater stadium, and also they've had to pay £10 million to do the current one-up. Can't see them buying many players. That's it, isn't it? That's the thing of... You know, Luton can set their football club up for years, and that's exactly. more important that's it, than, than having one season of that in the Premier League. Mm-hmm. Forrest did it differently, and... Well, They've stayed up, so... Think, you think you know. about it logically, right? Think about it logically. 
how much would Luton have to spend to stay in the Premier League and then do that again and do that again and do mm. that again? How do they do that with FFP? It's nearly impossible for clubs like them unless they've got a good ground on which it will quite literally is the ground and having a good modern ground that can be um can be I don't think it would be much I mean it'd be a little bit bigger of course mm. but it's in, in an area where they can make the most out of it and can can have uh is multi-purpose it's not just this football every two weeks it has you know concerts on it or or whatever it has to that's what you have to do now you know that's what you have to do if you want to be if you want to be to stay stay in there and I just don't think Luton can do that until they get a, they they couldn't move forward with that ground. They couldn't compete in the Premier League with that ground. They no, just ten thousand. They just couldn't. Oh. And I know people go, "Well, Bournemouth have, but Bournemouth, Bournemouth stayed in the Premier League mm. with a decent set of players, and just before that, FFP really started to mm. to to hit. And they they made they their own downfall was actually buying buying players. But don't forget, amounts. they Bournemouth did pay some. That's what I mean. Do you mean the folk? Went there, the name wasn't he on something like 120 grand a week. The kid who went from Liverpool, and yeah, you know, they 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 got they did spend money, Mm. they had it, they did have a little sugar daddy to keep them going. Mm. You can't do that anymore, and you but you need you they'll need a state, and they'll know that they'll know that themselves, absolutely. Listen, do us a favor, go and subscribe to Toffee TV Football, please. I want, but yeah, because we're 23 away from six and a half thousand on it, and it's been bugging me for ages, so. Go on, go and subscribe now. It takes four seconds. Ned, just put it there. There's a thousand of you watching. Come on. Come on. Just go and click the subscribe button. It takes one second. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Um, I don't know. John Jones, they tried. Who's, who's tried to destroy Luton? Who? They tried to destroy Luton. Admire what they've done. Who the, who the council, who? John, come on. Give us a bit more context. No. I made up Luton, come on. It's brilliant. What a story. It's brilliant. Same as Coventry. Would have been great if Coventry had come up because of what's happened to Coventry and the way they they did get shit on from a high place, Coventry City. And I'd love them to come up next season because they were, you know, when you think back of like the Premier League and yeah, all I, that, I, they yeah. were great. It was great when Coventry, you know, Coventry had a, have had a terrible fall from Grace. Mark Robbins done an incredible yeah, job. Great manager. So it'd be brilliant for them to come up because it's great seeing them clubs coming back up. Um, Luton's a great story. It's the way it is, isn't it? Um, dinner lady says Luton's plastic pitch is worth nine points to them. Jesus Christ, it's worth it. more it than like, that. It was like that, it wasn't was, it? I was watching concrete, it, wasn't it? I was watching a compilation video the other day of all the misses by the other team, and I mean top players. And the amount of times the ball got pulled back, and when they hit it, they just skied it because it must be because of the pitch. Yeah, there was no giving it or you couldn't get the purchase on it for the and the ball just flies over yeah. but if people don't realize in the 80s probably early 90s they had literally a old school concrete pitch with a bit of carpet on it yeah players would go in full tacky bottoms and trainees and all the goalie would do is kick the ball it would bounce it would bounce over the center back's head because they wouldn't realise, mm. and their forwards are being, because they had dead fast forwards, Ricky yeah. Hill and Mark Steen and people like that. Ryan Steen. But that's how they scored goals all the time, and mm. teams would go there, and that's how they were so good, because they had this, te- Oldham were the same, you can track the, the the downfall of teams when they got rid of their plastic pitches, mm. It's because it was such a mad advantage, and these would be, this, this is not, like as I said, this is not 4G. This is not even as good as the artificial stuff you have in your garden now. This was proper, 
concrete, old school concrete with that horrible concrete with Sabucio on top of it. It was, wasn't it? It was, it was Sabucio like. pitch on top yeah. of concrete. Mm. Horrible. Yeah, Oldham was the same. It was mad. Yeah. It was just absolutely mad. It was so uh, so bizarre, and it was so difficult to play on. But there you go, there you go. Right, let me just refresh the Premier before we go. See if anyone's. They get the last. They get the last. The last word. Uh, oh, John Jones says Luton suffered sanctions. I saw a documentary. Clubs part of the local community. Oh, they got Thirty points. And these sanctions made it harder when things were bad, but they came back. They got yeah, 30, it's brilliant. They got a thirty point. Is that what it was? Yeah, 30, yeah. yeah. It's bossed at the back. It's absolutely they got, bossed. Like, because like, I know. Um, Ryan Reynolds put a tweet out, didn't he? Because they've, they've yeah. gone, gone from the conference and he was like, mm. he put side-eye tweet, congratulating them side-eyes and say it's, it can be done. Yeah, yeah. It's, not, it's not impossible. Mm. That's what makes English football amazing. It's Tra- like you can do that. Yeah. Tom O'Reilly says, I did a sliding tackle on Oldham. Oh. Athletics pits and shorts and my leg was burned for weeks. Painful. The worst was you always got them right at the top mm. by, your, on your, by your ass. You'd skid. I remember, there was, remember the one on Madder Avenue next to the Tesco? Mm-hmm. Because our school mm. used to go down there, mm. and I remember sliding off the pitch. And honest to God, you come home and your mum would just look at you like you were mental. I was all right, I, I was just like, no, so worse, I never really did it. What was worse was if you did it in school, you had to put your school uniform yeah, back on, stick to your legs. You'd, sometimes, you'd come yeah. home and you'd be like trying to pull mm. your pants, you know, your pants off your leg. <laughs> it's mad now when you That's see them than you play on the leg, the four G. But there you go. Yeah. Right, we're going. We've got some uh, review videos to do for the season, so make sure you check them out. Make sure you subscribe on the way out. Thank you very much for joining us. And if you are, why not come over to Premier? Toffee TV. Less than a pint. Make sure you should. I'm going back over to check Toffee TV football now. I'll be very disappointed if it isn't over six and a half thousand subs. It only needed 20 of you to do it and over a thousand watching. And also, if you do subscribe to Toffee TV Premier, you get nice little uh, discounts off your merch and that's what you need now merch because it's it's really warm mm. and you need t-shirts because of all the stress over the season you ate loads and you're now another size up and you need new t-shirts it's facts just facts uh, no one's judging no it's I can prove it from Ned oh okay so go yeah you're just a fat bitch fair play With, uh, massive <laughs> massive man boobs there you go thanks for watching see you later see you later, see you later. man boobs see you Bye. later Bye.